Hutchins Podcast. And welcome back to Hutchins Podcast. It's nearing the end of 2022, and you know what that means, Josh? It is the end of year podcast, Archie. Yeah, are we all excited? I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it's it's going to be good. We've got a lot in store for you guys. We will be reminiscing over what has happened through this year. And our first one that I'd like to find out <laughs> is Archie even joining <laughs> us this year. Yeah, I sort of just rocked up <laughs> the end of last year. Yes. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so, like... Thank you, Archie, and you know we love you. Anyway, now what is what is first off the rank for today? Yeah, so um this this year we've brought in the uh the new radio show the radio show format. Yes. With, um So after like the 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 magenta and blacker was it two years ago? No, one year ago. Oh, it was last year. It was last year. Oh wow, okay. So magenta and blacker, we were disaster with uh <laughs> dealing with trying to pre-record stuff and then record our mics over with the music playing, and yes. it just was kind of. It's kind of a train wreck. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't easy. We'll put it like that. Yeah. So we've. Um, so this year we've brought in the live radio show, which I think is really exciting for the future of the podcast it's and been, the radio. It's been awesome. And if you hear, there's one radio show uh, up on our podcast channel already, mm. and that was from the end of uh, what was it, term three? Yeah, yeah. And we spoke to Miss Carr, Mister Berry, and Mister Green. Did a lot of commentating. <laughs> yeah. So they were trying to commentate on the Staffy Student Soccer game. It's an amazing lesson. You should go check it out it's a nice little i think it's an hour of yeah, content yeah. from what happened over that lunchtime definitely yeah so def- it's definitely a good way to go for the radio of the future and um, i think we're both definitely looking forward to trying to get onto the um to the school fair yes that's what we're hoping for run, run a big radio show over that that'll yeah. be really fun exactly so you know if anyone's listening we're coming to the fair <laughs> Un- unofficially we're coming to the Un- fair. unofficially just just have to put that disclaimer there in yeah. case we get um knocked back <laughs> exactly <laughs> and another big event in the podcast from this year has been the tasmanian youth forum now josh we both attended that now, can we have some uh, some some brief ideas from that event? So we travelled up to Launceston very early that morning. <laughs> very early Very morning. early. Um, and we basically, it was a group of sort of young leaders from different schools across the state, private and public, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was everything. Um, it was it was everything. Um, and it was sort of discussing the big issues that young Tasmanians think are today, including climate, um, <laughs> climate our current sort of, um, I don't know, our hospital systems and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It was really informative day, I think. No, it was really good. Lots of uh, lots of civil conversation, I thought, and, and lots um, of lots of good ideas from lots of different people. And it was I, and I think we discussed this in that podcast. And if you want to hear more about it, you can obviously find it on the channel. But we we discussed important ideas that I think were that were relevant to us. Yeah, yeah, and, and relevant to other people as well. Exactly, it was really good for for gaining an understanding of what other people are going through and what their situations and struggles are compared to ours and in that podcast we also speak to uh what is it mr martin chambers who's oh, yeah. the head of schoolhouse he came up with us he was our staff representative for the day at hutchins yeah and we also speak to uh matt newell who was the sort of facilitator oh, of course of the day I, which i forgot he came in yeah no <laughs> no that was really he, good he was really good to be on, have on the podcast make sure you go listen to that episode guys exactly. no it's, it's a really good episode so you definitely should go check it out and i think we even have um Oscar Greenwood and yeah, yeah, Oscar definitely a, came as on as a special yeah. guest as well who came on. So that's that's a that's worth a listen over your summer holidays. Yeah, guys. definitely. And so another great initiative from the Hutchins podcast this year was the Course Choices podcast, Josh. Yes, um, I think that was a really good idea from us and um, having being able to get the heads of faculty on to. To, to talk about their subjects in a really easy way for students to go and listen to. It's definitely my favourite series of podcasts we've done for the year. And oh, I, yeah, definitely. And it's it's by far the most relevant podcast series we've had in the whole time, I think, of the mm. Hutchins podcast. Is, is it the most listened podcast as well? On the, I'm not on sure. The we'd, have to check the, we'd have to check the stats, but I, I would assume... 
I don't know. I, f- I feel I feel like it's a pretty accessible sort of dealio. It, it's very it's very accessible, very relevant. Although it's relevant for years ten and up, I think it's relevant for our senior students. And I think it even made it onto the um the course choices page of the website. I think. Oh as really? Well. So oh that 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 that's a big that, so that, that's big. We, yeah. we've, we've made it. Wow, I, I actually didn't I didn't realize that. I thought I thought it was just a an internal sort of no no. Oh, if you follow the Hutchins podcast, give it a listen. No but no, you can. The school leaned into it. No, the school leaned into it. It was it was a big series, and we got a whole load of names. We got head of faculties like uh, Mrs. Farmer, Mr. Peck, yeah, Mr. Ma. We also had like a Mr. Bonnetcher and Mr. Seddon who were like really who were in charge of the yeah. the over the, the top down view of um of, yeah. stu- of of stuff like that. They were the kind of uh, the big names. Yeah, the big the big names. They were the the guiders of what really yeah. we needed to actually do. Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting for us as well, just to be able to talk to these people in a in a different setting rather than just asking questions and then getting like yeah getting short answers and being able to really delve into how how your ATAR is calculated and how what what the what the actual um what the actual pathway is through 11 and 12. And we do. I'm pretty sure in our Mr. Bonnicher and Mr. Seddon podcast, I think we also have some relevant links there if you need to find things out on the TASC website. Definitely. And um, and I think even there might be reference website to ATAR and things like that. Yeah, so yeah. if you need to... The TASC website's worth a read, actually. It I, is. It's so. it's a bit dry sometimes, <laughs> but like it's, it's actually worthwhile having a read through the TASC website. I know it's been a way too much time (laughs) (laughs) yes so if you need to find those relevant resources i'm sure you can find them on the school website or if you'd like to find them you can go you can find them in our um, podcast description for that episode so also this year we are we are went on an out and about podcast down to the walk out of the shadows event by thorold house and the prefect yes one of my favorites that was actually really that was actually really good fun so for a bit of context here the walk out of the shadows event is where um some people of the school wake up and very early in the morning <laughs> and, we, and we gather up at the school and we walk out down to the um, Long Beach and uh, just, so it's a very early morning and we're walking out into the sunrise, yes. which is, um, which is very, which is very cool. It but, is actually. But it's also, it's raising awareness for, um, for suicide and all of the, and um, for suicide prevention and mental health. And the name is actually quite fitting and that it's walking out of the shadows. I actually quite like Yeah, it's, well. it's very clever by uh, Dr. James it's, and yeah. Thorold House. And yes, and it's important to mention as well, it's actually a Thorold House initiative, I think. Mm, yeah. At least the walk out of the shadows part and then yes. the reason for a reason. Is from with, the, is year 12s. Is year 12s because that was linked into the same. Yeah, so then once we got down to the beach, um, the year 12s had a, an early morning swim, <laughs> <laughs> which I think was very exciting for all of them. And uh, we also had Farn and Collegiate there. First time for Farn to join us, which was lovely as well so i think first time for collegiate too wasn't was it was it yeah it was first time co-op oh schools. wow awesome well even better so combining with the co-op schools i think that's really good and it's you know everyone enjoys the co-op schools and it's it's nice to have a because predominantly i shouldn't i shouldn't be lumping everyone but predominantly i would say it's a year 12 event with yeah some, yeah definitely with year 11s and 10s but with, um, with keen year with 11s keen's, and year, yeah with keen year 11s and 10s but it's really good for the grade 12 cohort, I think. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, defi- it's definitely a, a really good initiative, and I'd like to see it continue. No, it's, it, was, it was lovely. I really enjoyed it. So now there's some other school life things that we are, we unfortunately couldn't cover on the podcast as, uh, as much as we try to cover everything. But um, the School of Rock, like... Oh, yes. I, I, I don't see how we managed to not cover that in the no, podcast. No, I actually don't know either. No, I that- feel like we were busy with course choices. Uh, yeah, I that think... Was, that was around the course choices mess yeah no, was, yeah that was a, that was a that was a busy time for the podcast yes definitely no i i really love school of rock it was a really really good production at the theater royal um 
the school did a very very good job no it was, it was absolutely amazing so like um well done to like uh who was it mrs weeding mrs phillips lee um jackie jared all of the staff that were involved yeah and, yeah it was, make the actual event possible it was it was def- i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what musical Hutchins and Collegiate do next year. Yeah, I, I actually don't think it's decided yet. No, um, I, I have not heard anything yet. I'm trying to stay somewhat up to date, maybe. Yeah. And so I think we also need to extend some really great congratulations to the Year 12 cohort and their fundraising efforts from this year. Yes. Recklink, let's take it a couple of steps back. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, what What is Recklink? So my understanding of Recklink is they provide sporting opportunities to people who disadvantaged Tasmanians who wouldn't be able to experience stuff like this any either yeah uh so say they so say they have that whole like community sport matches where they invite lots of people in to come and play come and play come and play something or they provide sporting equipment to people who can't afford it or they also provide um like opportunities for people who've just like who've just come out of prison yeah and and like rehabilit and like reintegration into the community like that no, it's, it's a really important cause, and I'm sure if you would like to find out more, you can also find that by going to the school's website or talking to our Year 12 leavers as well. I, th- I think we have to give the uh, give give the give the figure they are. They managed to exactly. Managed to raise. Yes. So I, we just had to go up and work this out this morning. I think we'd all forgotten, but uh, it's a very impressive amount of twenty seven thousand five hundred thirty nine dollars and forty one cents. That is amazing. Yeah, I, I can't remember what they did last year, but. Oh, it was definitely more like definitely less. Sorry. Oh, yes. That, this this year twelve group has definitely done an, an amazing job with their fundraising efforts, and I'd definitely love to see the next year twelve group do the same. So, what events did they actually do this year to well, lead up to? So they did the like total today. So they did the um the Recklink like community like the Recklink um concert. Do you remember the one in the quad? Yes. yes. Uh, they did uh, the runathon, of course. The runathon that was their largest. Um, yeah. Pool of money they managed but, uh, to get. The car wash. Car wash, that was another big one. Um, I, ju- I just think they've been done a really good job of doing lots of small events yeah. and then combining, again, gaining, again, getting a little bit of fundraising money from all of these events and then combining that together into the, to the impressive figure we see. Like, I just don't think other year 12 groups have really leaned into the lots of small events and have really pushed the one big event, which yeah. I don't think is quite as effective. Yeah. No, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what next year's year 12s hold. Yeah, I agree. I'm, 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 I'm definitely interested. And being year 11, I think we'll be able to yeah. get into get into the events more than we have this year. Yeah, correct. Harder for year 10, I think. Oh, to I, get I, I definitely agree. Like, it would definitely, like 11s and 12s definitely run more together correct. than 10s than and, 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 and everyone else, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also think we just have to give a, an honourable mention to the Interhouse Carnivals this yes. year and the, and the victor of Schoolhouse in... Uh, Tight competition in house <laughs> chess, I have to say. Yes. Now, what happened with the situation in house chess, Archie? Oh, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I may or may not have been playing the game to uh, playing a game of chess to uh, to win Steve, to draw Steve Steve's the, uh, the the title. I have to give my congratulations to Schoolhouse in the way they've they've handled themselves with um with all the other events. Like they've always done. They've, everyone's already always shown up, and I think yeah. especially if it's swimming carnival and attendance was a. Uh, Interesting. Was, yeah, there was a, it was a rough day. For well, yeah, a rough day. I, th- I definitely think Schoolhouse deserved to win that because they just had the, the highest attendance rate yeah. there. And I think they've been really good at getting their entire house together and, and competing together rather than everyone else who goes, oh, it's just like the good sports people yeah. who, who do all this stuff. And I think that's a testament to their house captain, Jeremy Mesmer. Oh, definitely. Well. Jeremy's done an amazing job. And so we have to give our, our congratulations to all the other house captains, Jeff, um, James and Dan. Uh, they've, they've done an amazing job with their houses this year. And um, I think they've just been... Up a step above what we've seen before. Yeah, no, they've, and the other great thing is, I think all the house, all the house captains, and particularly Jeff and Jeremy, they've had yeah. a, a lasting impact. 
not just in the senior school, but particularly across the road in yeah, the junior school. I agree. Well. I, I think I think the, the house captains this year, especially as you said, Jeremy and Jeff, have really created a, a really good community between the junior school and the senior school yeah. leaders. Because um, I know they're revered in the junior school; yeah. like they're loved. They are. <laughs> They've. It's been. It's really. It's been really good to see. I've, I've really actually really enjoyed it. I also have to say that between Jeremy and Jeff, they've also sort of softened the uh, the tensions, we'll say, between Steve's and school. Um, <laughs> I think that's sort of been bringing, bringing school t- more together than, than dividing it. dividing it in the houses. Yeah, I think that's uh, another really uh, an understated impact they've had on this on this year. And so with events on to do, to do with the Interhouse uh, Shield, that is like athletics, carnival, uh, winter Sports Day, Summer Sports Day. I'm just trying to think of all of them. Swimming Carnival. Oh, of course we have like house debating and house chess. Oh, of course, and, uh, sorry. House, house music, house drama. Sorry, oh. it's not all just sports. Sorry. Of course not. <laughs> and of course, like speech nights happening uh, ne- on Wednesday this week. So we're recording on Monday, the, uh, Monday the, 5th, the 5th of December. Yeah. So we do- we actually don't know what's going to happen at speech night. So uh, we'll... Make sure you tune in for speech night. I think it's going to be a really, really good night to see, especially who gets the, the Ben Chuck Good Man Award from the year 12s. Um, mm. I think it's going to be a tightly co- a tightly contested prize. I think it will definitely... And I think it's been important, and I've realised particularly this year now in year 10 and, and, and a more involved member in the senior school community that... It's it's interesting now that I know the year twelve cohort a bit more. Oh yeah, actually, definitely. I think this year I've definitely got to, gotten to know the year twelves mo- a lot more yeah. than I have in the past, especially as, even as a year nine. But in yeah. the junior school and in the middle school, you, you just you never you, know. You just go, oh yeah, that, that person That's, exists. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the other really important thing to notice now with the new, with speech nights is that we've returned to the pre-COVID format. Oh yeah, we're, we're back to the the long ones. The, we are back to the long ones. <laughs> the long ones. We have the little ELC kids, and they go off and do their own little thing, and then we got the junior school speech night. I actually don't know when that is. And then we have. I'm the pretty sure it's Thursday. Thursday day after, perfect. And then we have the uh, senior school speech night. Middle school. Senior. Middle school and senior, which is the big boy, <laughs> and it's pretty much year six to year twelve, and it's six grades of stuff. Yeah, and so it's gonna be a long night. <laughs> it'll be a long night, but I'm sure it'll be lovely. Yeah, I think it's always it's always great to be at speech night. Exactly. I think I think it's I think it's really good to hear that like the heads of school speeches, like Dr. McEwen and um Mr. Bellow, but actually also I think this is Mr. Davies' last speech night speech at Hutchins. It is Mr. Davies' last speech, at least in in the public. But yeah. right up next, we have Mr. Davies speaking exclusively with Hutchins Podcast on his thoughts of his time at Hutchins. Let's roll the interview. We are now joined with Mr. Richard Davies, the Deputy Headmaster of the Hutchins School. How are you today? Yeah, really good, thank you. Uh, some students might not know, but um, where are you actually? Where are you going next year? I am heading off to a school just north of Brisbane. So it's currently a K to nine school, but it's one that's growing each year. So next year will be K to ten, and then eleven and twelve in the following years after that. Why did yeah. you come to Hutchins? What was what? What made you decide to come here? Oh, I can be really. Um, clear about that actually so uh, we were looking at schools while I was teaching in India to come and do a deputy head job at we were looking at a couple in Sydney and one down here and um, I got a phone call from a friend who's a principal in a school in South New South Wales who was talking to Dr McEwen Dr McEwen gave me a shout and said do you want to come down and I'd seen the school advertised I was like oh no I went to an all-boys school I know what that's all about I'm (laughs) I'm not interested thanks Uh, and Dr. McKeon said to me, no, no, I, th- I think you've misunderstood. That's not what we're about. Come down and have a look. So I came down and had a look and I just loved it. The tour around the place, we saw all the music, all the dance. My experience of an all-boys school was just sport. We only do sport. And if you're not good at sport, 
good luck. Whereas <laughs> what I saw here was a place where, and I thought particularly about my own son, uh, where he would thrive. And he, while he likes sport, that's not necessarily his top thing. He does lots of other things. And what I saw here was a school where every student has their own niche and they can find that niche and they can really enjoy their time in it. So in the end, also having looked around Hobart, which I didn't know particularly well, I've been here a couple of times. I was like, yep, this is definitely the place we want to be. So my wife came, she was sold and we all followed on pretty quickly after that. Yeah. And I guess this podcast is a testament <laughs> to everyone being able to do their own thing as well. Like yeah, having opportunities sure. like this is awesome. Mm. Now, what do you love most about your role at Hutchins? I think it's dealing with the people and I've, I've had a look through a quick scan of your questions and there's going to be a lot of <laughs> answers involving people. Uh, I've really enjoy getting to know students, staff and parents. It's just a great community to be a part of. Uh, so can you describe like the town where you're going to, where your new school is and like what sort of vibe that sort of like, Yeah, well, I'll, I'll describe the school more specifically and that will probably help you understand why I was so attracted to it. The school is all about community and as you, you probably don't know, I head up the community pillar of our strategic intent here. So I've spent a lot of time looking at how we interact with our parents with our families and the wider community as well and this school was set up uh, by a church but on the same side it has a cafe it has early learning a sort of childcare facility they've also done a bit of adult education as well as the school there so what I'm really excited about is being able to follow my passion which is life in a community uh, in a school that's been specifically designed a very new school it was founded in 2015 that's been built especially for that reason it wants to be the hub of everything in that community so really so exciting then i guess it'll be in the center of the town and it'll be center of the business of well, the district i don't know good question actually <laughs> there's not that much directly around it at the moment so one of the reasons it's sprung up where it has is because there's huge housing estates about to be built oh, yeah. in and around it so oh. they had this plot of land uh, the church had bought it many years ago and um, they've asked about building a school there and they've been told no, 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 no. And then suddenly when all this planning permission came through, the council said, yeah, we need a school here. <laughs> so that's that's why it's been built there. So I guess it's really a, a big part of the new community there and it's yeah. re really looking in, looking to build the community around the school. As, exactly especially. right. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what it's all about. Are you able to give us the name of the town that you're going to? Well, uh, the, uh, well it's difficult to name the town. So the school's uh, Carmichael School. No, no, the town's fine. So but it's, it's sort of in a suburb yeah. so because there's no direct town that it's, it's in yeah, okay. it's suburbia yeah well actually yeah near suburbia and if you know brisbane it's near ikea that seems to be the <laughs> best way that people understand it all right so if you head to ikea then go left and up a bit that's where we are <laughs> lovely <laughs> i see what's been the funniest moment of your time here at hutchins I saw that question and I'm, I'm going to go back four years because I know most people involved have now left. <laughs> uh, this, this was a maths uh, lesson I taught. So I taught year 11 and 12 math methods extension in my first year here in 2019. And in that class, I had uh, four international students who were in the boarding house. I uh, really enjoyed getting to know them. And one um, term, beginning of term three, I had my class was pretty much full everyone back in except for one student who I won't name uh, one of my international students so I said to the student who normally sat next to him do you know where he was or do you know where he is and that student looked at me straight in the eye and said uh, Mr Davis and he gave the student's name is in custody it's like, okay that sounds a bit of an exaggeration I'm not sure I'll buy that but I'll look into it later on and so after the lesson, because he was an international student, I went to go and speak to Mr. Bourne. So I said to Mr. Bourne, who was head of boarding at the time, I've been told this student's in custody. They're exaggerating, right? And he looked at me in a slightly strange look, 
with a bit of a smile across his face, and he said, actually, that's about right. What had happened was the student had, uh, when he'd arrived back home to the country where he'd lived, he'd taken the wrong suitcase from the conveyor belt when he got there. Now, rather than, I hope most of us out there who, when we spot our mistake, either when we're leaving the airport or when we get home, would phone the airport and say, look, we made a bit of an error. This student decided, no, I'll just return it when I'm going back in two and a half weeks' time. (laughs) So when he got back to the airport, tried to check in that bag, sorry, tried to return the bag, he was immediately recognized by the security cameras in the airport and taken into the customs section of the airport. And so he was detained for around 12 hours (laughs) while they quizzed him as to why he would take someone else's suitcase for two and a half weeks. So actually, the students were entirely right. He was in custody. He was in customs in an airport in the middle of Southeast Asia being grilled as to why he'd stolen a bag. So that definitely was one of the more entertaining uh, replies I've had from a student since I've been here. (laughs) What's been your highlight of this year so far? It's not over yet. Yeah, no, it's still going. And um, I know there's some good stuff to come. A highlight for me, actually, and I have a personal bias, which I have to, I'll have to uh, confess before I go into it, um, is uh, the School of Rock. Mm -hmm. Ah. Now, the reason I'm biased is I have a daughter who loves musical theatre and was in the School of Rock. But for me, that production is everything that Hutchins is about in terms of providing opportunities for all sorts of people to do amazing things. And the performances across the board, not just the lead characters, but all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, all the work that goes into making the physical scenes as well, um, is just incredible. So for me, the venue, the place and the performance was just incredible. I went twice and really, really enjoyed it. But I think that's probably been my highlight for this year yeah probably would have been mine as well yeah. it's just such an amazing performance mm. and no i really really enjoyed it that's right I'm not, I'm not usually a huge fan of musicals but i do like that one and in that case that performance was just brilliant so loved it it's mm. really good it's definitely probably been our best musical so far not to not to diss on <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, other musicals yeah. but not, not not to not to down the other yeah, musicals no, but that, no, that was a step above it was, a, it was yeah, very it good was it was in a league of its own now you said and i'm pretty confident you came to hutchins in 2019 am i correct that's correct that's yep. correct over your, I can't do the maths in my head, four or five years here at Hutchins. Four, four years. Four. I, can, I can do the maths. There are a few there things I can do. Math is one, <laughs> one of the very few things I can do. Over the four years you've been here, what has been the ultimate highlight? Uh, I've, I've read that question. It's really difficult to pick out and the I'm, ultimate I'm highlight. Sure yeah. um, but what I do, I think, is just talk to some of the, a lot of the things the students do and to give an example of the kind of things that I really, really enjoy. So the last couple of years, we've done the year 12s, have done the relay um, around the Oval over 12 hours. And for me, that, that's sort of an epitome of everything I want Hutchins to be about. It's students being proactive in setting up an amazing event. We've done it for the Women's Shelter in 2021 and this year for RecLink. And in both cases, we've raised tens of thousands of dollars. And it's just been amazing to be a part of. So both years, I've got a sort of graveyard shift. So obviously, <laughs> yeah, there has I, to be a member I've of seen. staff there. Yes. And so um, I sort of sit there. I think this year I was something like 12 a.m. till 2 in the morning or something like that. But it, I have to say that I see it in my diary and I think, oh my word, what have I said yes to? This is the worst <laughs> thing ever. But then when you get to it, it's just an amazing thing to mm. be a part of because you've got students invested in supporting really, really forward thinking organizations yeah. in both of those yeah. cases. And it's an example of what they, what students can do when they pull together is just a lovely thing to be a part of. I remember sitting out there listening to Mr. Sayers on the guitar with a few <laughs> students singing. 
just a really nice feeling. I think while you know while we have these big performances and that sort of thing, strangely, some of my highlights are sitting there at one thirty in the morning watching. <laughs> Um, I think it was Tom Griffith racing down the round the oval for the 473rd time or something ridiculous. Uh, and it's just a privilege to be able to be a part of that. So, yeah, I think rather than highlight something else like a big show or that sort of thing, it's being involved and seeing mm. students really working towards what they want to support is probably the most, I guess, also the most fulfilling part of my job as well. I'm sure being deputy headmaster, you're in, you're in charge and looking after a lot of sort of areas and projects. Are there any particular projects or areas that you're particularly proud of? I think there are a few things going on in the community at the moment, which I'm um, really enjoying being part of. So as I said, I'm, I'm worth working on the strategic direction uh, for a school, and I'm currently working in conjunction with lots of parents across the school and basically able to link people up with other people in similar places who are struggling with similar things so it's a hopefully going to be really powerful and that's coming online in the next um term or t uh, next term or so uh likewise also put together with our very clever technical people a whole new uh volunteer system and again this will be launched over the next oh i'm very glad to be here giving you an exclusive well, yeah <laughs> um, so there will be what's what i'm told is called a soft launch during this term as we begin to roll out some new web pages but what it will be able to do is to fill gaps where the school needs volunteers from mm. the community so anything from as we already have people have with dance costumes and concerts and that sort of thing right through to people offering to help with work experience because we have lots of people in our community who while they can't offer time because because they're so busy if they're a lawyer or a doctor or running their own business i've got people who run i was talking to a parent this week who runs their own plumbing business mm -hmm. they can take people into those businesses and give them work experience so there's really good opportunity and that's going to be launched as i say softly this term <laughs> but it'll be rolled out sadly after i'm gone at the beginning of next term mm -hmm. officially so I'm, that's going to be a really good setup so just a couple of the things again showing really my passion for the community about yeah. where we're going there. When did the um, the five strategic uh, key areas get launched and when did that, and why did that happen? So that's something that was in the works from the moment I arrived at the school. Yeah, My okay. very first staff meeting at the school was Dr. McEwen um, working through with our staff where we wanted the school to go over the next five, ten years. So work was done with the staff, then students were surveyed, we worked with parents to come up with those areas. So we've worked on those strategic pillars and they probably came into being in about uh officially it would have been beginning of 2021 so they were in the pipeline and we knew about them end of 2020 yeah, sort of covid time obviously there were a few difficulties we're launching and then officially launched at the beginning of that 2021 yeah. time and um are now being pursued both by staff and students so you you'll know that over the time you've been in senior school the mm prefect system has changed yeah. so we've got now got specific committees and they line up with those strategic yeah. directions as well so we've got both staff and students involved on a daily basis in pushing that forward what are you going to miss most about your time here at hutchins oh, i come back to the people What's that? Uh, <laughs> the, the friends i've made um both on staff and with families in the community have been fantastic uh, and above all the students I've been working with and, th and that's why we go into teaching in the very first place you go into work with the students and I've met so many amazing uh, students over the last four years going on to do all sorts of things I I'm not going to name any specific ones up because there are so many having only been here four years I'm already seeing some of our students who left in my first year here going out and making huge impact in their community so I was at the old boys lunch where we did have one old boy who came back at that point he's been out for three years he was here in my first year in year 12 mm. and 
he's had a huge effect on so many people already and it's really a privilege to be part of working with students as they come through and they're growing up and going through all the difficulties you do in year nine to 12, particularly through COVID, which has been unbelievable. <laughs> uh, and then seeing these fine upstanding people coming out at the other end, it's really, really, yeah, it is a privilege. I think that's the right word to use. I'm guessing at a lot of events, having a son yourself, and it's probably a little bit, it blurs the line of parent and deputy headmaster. I'm assuming there's a lot of interaction sort of outside of school at co-curricular events and things like that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I've been to I've been to most things that I think the school here has to offer and a lot of collegiate ones as well because I have a daughter over there. Uh, even a foray into rowing for a year. My, my son tried that. And he did come back afterwards uh, for the second year. I said, are you going to try? He said, I don't think so, Dad. And there was not a huge opposition in the family. It's a lot of early mornings. It is. But, it is. Um, yeah, so the uh, really enjoy being part of music. I've even got to uh, do a bit of work in the percussion section. So I'm, ah. a per I'm a percussionist myself and even managed to sneak onto the cymbals during the yes. um, beach night last year. Nice. So really enjoy them and the one thing i'm really looking forward to this year which we haven't had up and running before is a joint uh, nine lessons and carols with collegiate ah, yes. so that mm. that will be a highlight i'm mm. sure coming through the other end there and obviously the sport one of the other benefits of my role i i get a house with the job ah, which yeah. on some days when you get a phone call going there's a fire alarm going off in the middle school at 7 30 at ah. night is not so good <laughs> on the plus side is days like today where I can just literally pick up my sort of camp chair from in the garage and just go and put it by the cricket pitch and watch cricket for an hour or two mm. by my back garden. So really exciting part of my job yeah. being able to do that yeah. sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And in fact, that's not even my job. I just do it for fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see. And I know you've already said this and I'm going to ask it again. Is there a particular group of people that you might miss? Or you, do, well, definitely will miss. Are you prepared to name any names? I'm, I'm, again, I'll never name names because you miss someone. But what I will say is when you're working in close sort of confines with people, it's the ones you're working through every day that mm. you know you'll, mm. you'll miss. So in fact, I'll, I'll name a few names. So, so in my office area, we've got Miss O'Connor, we've got Miss mm. Mercer, mm. Mr. Seddon, uh, Mr. Bellow, Mr. Corkhill. We've had Mrs. Woodrow there as well. And obviously, Dr. McEwen, who I spend a lot of time, and Mrs. <laughs> Husband there. So yeah. those are the probably the group that I really miss because those are the people that, you know, if I've had a good day or yeah. a bad day, I can go and share that with. But, I, I, you know, I miss those meetings with students. So I meet with the school captains once a week. I meet with the prefects once a week. And it's those interactions as well that, you know, they'll, they stay with you. So I'll miss them hugely. Mm. Now... I'm assuming when you probably came to Hutchins as well, the Chris Ray building was probably already in motion. Am I correct? Not quite, actually. Not quite. No, there was an interesting... I've, I arrived at a very interesting stage. I see. <laughs> so the school would be safe to say in like a transition mode. Well, yeah. So when I arrived, we had the plans for the... Well, it wasn't then called the Chris Ray building or even... Uh, and they were very different from how they are now. Ah. And just as we were beginning to work through the final plans two uh, houses 14 david avenue and i forget what number it is and nelson road came up for sale and the school looked at them and thought hang on a minute we can do much better than just four <laughs> classrooms here mm. so through uh, a lot of planning they were able to purchase those two houses mm. and that's why we now have space for that dance studio and for that drama studio that wasn't necessarily in the pipeline in quite the same way before so it was a really exciting thing to be mm. a part of how mm. proud are you now seeing the end result and it's being you know the new home of drama and dance and year six classrooms oh it, i mean it's it's exceptional it's really interesting i had the as part of my process applying for another school's 
principal job, they come down and have a look at you in your ah. school. And so I had uh, the head of the board come round and look around. And when we got to that area of the school, honestly, their jaws <laughs> dropped. So they're, they're working through a new school anyway. The building yeah. is entirely mm-hmm. new from mm-hmm. 2015. But when I honestly, the, when I explained to them that this was a dance studio and it was because we had 150 boys dancing, at first they thought I was taking the mic. I thought, no, no, seriously, this is exactly what happened. So they, they were blown away. Mm-hmm. So... And the work that's gone into there and all the things our students do in there is just fantastic. Those are the sort of things you'll miss as well, aren't they, really? They've just been brilliant. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Davies, today. It's been been great reminiscing over your time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, You're going to make the end of your podcast amazing. Exactly. Uh, Not at all. Thank you very much. Really enjoyed it. And... I mean, having got to know even you guys, I remember, I'm not, actually, I'm going to call it out. Josh, I remember you very clearly coming down to see your your group on a P9. Uh, Sorry, year seven camp. It was year seven camp. I remember going out cycling with you. That was the first time I met you. It was a pleasure. And I remember you um, strolling up and down a hockey pitch. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. That was my my first or second year here. So it's Mm. been a pleasure getting to know you guys as well. And thank you for all you're doing around the school. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Mr. Davies. Well, that is the end of the 2022 end of year wrap up podcast. But quickly, before we go, as it's now entering the summer holidays, any major plans for the summer holidays, Archie? I think I'm going to stay. I'm staying here for Christmas. Yep. It's going to be a small, small deal with just my close family and the grandparent, my grandparents that live here. Mm-hmm. And then so I think in January, I think we're going to go to the mainland oh, for lovely. a cycle tour. Oh, wow. So I think we're going to ride our bikes for 14 days around. Wow. Um, I think we're going to go like south, sort of south. Southeast Victoria. Wow, that's amazing. How far is it going to be? Like oh, total kilometres, do you know? I don't know. You don't know? I, I don't think I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be too far. Yes. No, it sounds good. Well, thank you so much for listening to Hutchins Podcast this year. It's been absolutely lovely. If you'd like to listen to more Hutchins Podcast, you can find us by going to our website, which is hutchins.taz.edu.au forward slash podcast, or you can search Hutchins Podcast on your favourite podcast streaming platform. And yeah, thanks so much for listening to Hutchins Podcast this year. I'm, I think we're both really looking forward to getting into it next year and uh, make sure to stay tuned for Hutchins podcast content in 2023. Sounds good. We'll see you next time, everyone.